Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. Welcome to Uncanny Adventures, Call of Cthulhu, Reign of Terror, uh, written by... I'll tell you in a second, because it's in my notes. Or not. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's by Mark Morrison, and it's provided by Cassium. Um, so, last time... Our intrepid soldiers of France uh, had been tasked with finding uh, or raiding the Count Fenelix's uh, next soiree and arresting and bringing anyone in attendance in for questioning and bringing the Count to justice. So, uh, before we get started, started, I'm going to have everybody tell me about their characters again. So, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Dylan. I'm playing Jean Dupois, who's a 49-year-old uh, soldier, drunk. His wife's dead, so he's kind of, like, grumpy. <laughs> As you would be. Uh, and he has a little puppy. Named? Oh, oh uh, Bonaparte. That's there what you it go. is. I, right. I knew. I just want to make sure you knew. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, uh, we also have Jamie. Hello, I'm Jamie. I'll be playing Etienne Babon, the one-handed army person who is 39, and he's ready to kick some butt today with one hand. Hmm. One hand behind his back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And another hand in his pocket. He's gonna <laughs> and then sh- another hand in a satchel, and he's got like the whole array of hands. He's yeah. going to show these uh, two-handed people how it's done. And then mm-hmm. we have Scott. Yes, I play Christophe Cressy. He is a soldier, but he's more of a romantic fighter. Truth, truth. And uh, Katie can't be here tonight, so Joseph Hugel apparently has not returned yet from Paris with other supplies and things like that. And, you know, those extra men that could come in handy, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, one job. One job. One job! And he oh. couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. I thought, I thought he was ready at the party and he was a little terrain. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So, um, so yes, yeah, so last time you had taken your requisition soldiers and your arms, your supplies, possibly your cannon, uh, and you had gone to the woods in Poise, uh, just down the road and out of sight from the Count's house, and had set yourselves up. You were sort of doing reconnaissance, kind of keeping an eye on the mansion. You noticed some of the Count's servants uh, when they brought a lot of different animals into the property. The animals seemed uh, disturbed. They didn't want to cross the property line, but they were forced to. And then uh, you heard the most horrible sounds and realized that the servants were slaughtering all of the animals. They decapitated them. They took the carcasses out back somewhere, and I'm not sure what they did with the rest of the animals. No, no. Uh, you also captured and questioned uh, someone in the woods who was apparently uh, keeping an eye out for the Count. Uh, you lashed him to a tree, questioned him, decided to leave him until after everything so that he couldn't report back and let them know what was going on. And then you did make a quick journey down to the town where you found it boarded up, all the windows closed, uh, no one in the streets, just 
very, very still and silent. And when you tried to get into the tavern, you found that the woman who owns it was very much afraid and wanted you to please leave. Which you did eventually. So, all right. So you all, it's after dusk now. The, the sun is set. Um, you know that this party isn't supposed to start till midnight. Do you have anything you want to do for your final preparations before you are going to raid the Count's residence this evening? Should we <clears throat> figure out how we're going to split everybody up? Do we have 50 soldiers? You have 50 soldiers. Also, uh, the captain ha- has arrived just after dusk to sort of, uh, he's, you're overseeing it. This is your operation, but he's here to be a person of authority when mm. everything goes down to kind of take over the scene once you have done this. But you all are taking the lead on this. Um, I, I believe we went with um, like a morning dove or something as a, a signal to start. Yeah. It, it was some kind of bird call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, so thinking we should have I don't know how many but a couple down near the gate yeah. just in case like any of the people inside actually manage to get out and they start trying to run forward we have a couple there waiting for them I don't know how many we would need though I, I, I believe we went with like few members in each group but a lot of groups just yeah. very well spread yeah. out yeah and kind of just, just like sure circling the entire thing yeah yeah. And so, then one person has a cannon. Yeah, we, one person has a cannon. Wait, we, didn't we mount the cannon onto the carriage, or were we joking about that? I can't remember. I, I you had you had discussed it. it we had not discussed, but I don't remember. If we had <laughs> perhaps in jest, perhaps for real. I don't know. That is up to you. Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> we have a cannon. Quite some recoil on the wagon. Yeah, true, but I mean, you could put, like, stones in front of the wheels so when <laughs> you know I, I don't think you've ever fired a cannon hey listen I mean realistically well, I don't you get one shot with the cannon so I, I just do things that I think are cool I don't know leave it to our activity expert oh yeah. gosh putting it on me um <laughs> uh, you think we should put it on a wagon? If we put it on the wagon, it'll be able to clear the wall easier. Mm. Get the height advantage to it. Because I don't know how far away we're going to have it, but if it's too far and we get the angle wrong, it'll just plow right into the outer stone wall, which isn't going to help us. So if we get it higher, it'll clear the wall. You do know that the mansion itself, uh, because you've been up there, the mansion itself is uh, a couple of hundred feet off of the main gate. Like, you actually have to travel up the driveway and up and around the loop. So there's quite a bit of distance between the wall and the actual mansion that's set kind of at the middle of the property. Well, you're the one that has the experience. I trust your... Yeah, I say we put it on top of the carriage and try to secure the carriage just so we can get some more distance and height and just ruin somebody's day. Hmm. Sick. And then, were we going to put a couple inside the walls, too? A couple of soldiers? 
Yeah. Or are we just going to keep them all outside, though? I think walls? I think we were going to keep them all outside. Um, and we had that plan with the candles in the window. Yeah. And if oh, we yeah. didn't, if we didn't like give the signal by a certain time, they'd come in. Something yeah, like we that. told them to wait like an hour. Yeah, an hour or thirty minutes, one of the two. Since, we're, since they're being split up into smaller groups, maybe um, have like um, almost like the layers where you have like the inner ring. Yeah. At, at control, and they're inside the wall. Then there's another ring outside the wall. The, yeah, the biggest weakness would be numbers, because there would be a lot less soldiers, but they would have to get through two, mm. mm-hmm. two chances of people finding them and watching. So so we're trying you, to get as many people as we can. So do you, you have 50 soldiers. Are you thinking five groups of 10 or 10 groups of five? I think 10 groups of five. Yeah, yeah. And like five in just, the walls and five out. Yeah. Actually, wait. One of them has, one of the groups of five will probably have to, like all five will probably have to be for the cannon, right? Hmm. That'll be yeah. from, for the outer wall. Mm-hmm. The wagon, right? Exactly. Yeah. So are you going to have one group that they're supposed to come in when the signal goes off, and then you're going to have the rest sort of cover the perimeter? So if anybody tries to get out, you've got soldiers on the outside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. And one group with the carriage-mounted cannon to charge <laughs> when it's time? Yes. <laughs> That's being headed by the person who I trained on how to oh, use yeah. cannon oh, warfare. What's this? I hear somebody in France. What? What? You, what, what, you don't know anything about war? What? <laughs> and what are you three going to do? What is your plan for the three of you? We're being stupid, and we have invitations, and we got our outfits. Yeah, I was gonna say we have outfits and the invitations, so we could just walk right on in. You could. Is that is that what you plan to do this evening? I mean, we have to. It worked last time. Are you gonna use your broken middle finger hand, or? Well, I have the other hand set right now. Okay. Okay. Because that's gonna be the first line of attack. I figure. we could probably break off from the main party if we had to and, like, sneak around back to the carriage house or something. Because I know that the stairs are right there. Mm-hmm. Up and down. So. Yeah, we definitely have to at least get up so we can do mm-hmm. the candle. Yeah. Maybe, maybe each one of us has a job over on the inside. Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll try to find any, like, Hard written evidence of journals or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That'll probably be like upstairs. So, do you want to handle the candle stuff as well, or just focus on evidence? That that that'd be the issue. Maybe um, I don't know. I've been a pretty good distraction. Maybe I stay downstairs <laughs> and you can go up, and I distract. And one of you does candles and scouts around, and the other one. Yeah, we'll just, yes. exactly. Oh, and if we if we get like hot up there, it's probably better to have two people. Yeah, especially since I'm sort of the muscle. This yeah, is true. I'll, I'll be the one who starts trying to poke around, try to find more evidence. Okay. Awesome. Look at yeah. us having a plan. It's gonna yeah, go terrible, but <laughs> it's gonna fall apart as soon as we get inside. 
You walk in the door and a gate falls down. I'm pretty sure this is how Cthulhu works. You make a nice, decent, solid plan, and then it just all falls apart. Yeah. That's the fun. And look, literally everyone at the party is a vampire. <laughs> all right. So, you all share your orders and your plans with the rest of your troops. You it's split short. them off into groups. Uh... The sergeant volunteers to oversee the cannon group. The uh, Bomains volunteers to oversee one of the groups that's heading to the back wall uh, that's going to come over the garden walls when it's time. And the rest of you three uh, are getting gussied up for your entry into the party. You've got your outfits, you've got your wigs... Uh, maybe you've re- you probably in the time you had to requisition stuff replenished your makeup supply. Um, so you guys are kind of getting yourselves all ready to go. And why don't you uh roll me um what do we got here for like disguise? Let's see. There's a disguise skill. There is. is. <laughs> are any of that? Are any of you good at disguise? No. No. <laughs> that, how about charm? Can I, like, charm my way in my costume? <laughs> Maybe you can charm your way at the door. But yeah, okay. so who who wants to roll me? Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> good at any of this stuff. <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting. We're just looking at the green dice, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, that's actually that's, not that's far away. Do you want to spend, spend some? It. You I want spend to spend it. luck? All right. Yeah. So uh, you're you're doing up your makeup, and uh, you realize, oh no, wait, uh, this this isn't exactly right. And you remember um, the way that Melody's father would sometimes do his look and stuff. So you kind of go for that, and so you are successful. What about the other two gentlemen? Cool. I look like an old man now. Oh, I'm so t- terrible at disguise, but sure. I don't have anything else I can even use. Okay. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> Babin, you're having a little bit of trouble applying this with uh, out any assistance with just the single hand. <laughs> you're struggling yeah. a little bit. Cursing out of my breath how no one's helping me. Uh, stupid soldiers, no one wants to, no respect here. <laughs> I, if I remember right, you're you've got like a little bit of a belly or something, like you're an old like kind of retired almost. Uh yeah. Large so and robust. Maybe maybe you just can't like hit the bottom buttons or something. So that like really throws it off. Yeah. Um so yeah, so you look a little bit kind of unkept in this, but I mean maybe Maybe it's passable. Maybe you uh, tied one on before the party started. And what about mm-hmm. Dupois? If, if only you had her spy in Paris. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I plan on just going as the valet sort of thing like I did last time. So I don't just take off my jacket and stuff. I don't know right. if I need this guy's role for that or not. <laughs> um, just give me a roll. See how you, okay. how you do. Oh God! Truthfully, if I ever ran into a valet that had a hidden puppy in their shirt, I don't know what I'd do. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you think, yeah, you you think that you, uh, well, it could be much better, but you're gonna, you're just gonna go with it anyway. Oh well. All right. There's like stains all on my shirt. <clears throat> so, 
as you guys are finishing getting ready, and uh, it, it is now uh, just about midnight, you can hear out on the road, you hear the, the click-click of carriages going up the cobblestone, heading for Count Fenelik's mansion. Uh, your carriage is kind of waiting off in the, sh- like in the tree line. They've kind of set it aside to, for you to ride out when there's a clear space for you to go. So you guys go get your carriage... Dupois, you climb up on the uh, seat, and Babon and Pressy climb into the back of the carriage and close the doors. Do you want to give me a uh, a check there, Dupois, drive to drive check. the carriage? Yeah, give me sure. a drive check. Okay. Oh, I see no problem. All right, so you you wait, you uh, hold up until you it, it quiets, and then you bring the carriage out of the woods and onto the road and start heading up the drive you know toward the driveway of the mansion and uh you can see up ahead uh it looks like the carriages are starting to queue up and it seems that each carriage is being allowed in one at a time so they're they get to the gate the there's some footmen at the gate they kind of wait they open the gate and let one go in and then when that carriage comes around and comes back they open the gate that carriage heads down the street and the next one comes up and goes in Okay. So you guys kind of wait in the queue, and then eventually it comes to your carriage, and mm. the footmen open the gate, and they look at you, Dupois, and they motion for you to lead your carriage through the gate. I mean, when I'm in the carriage, I'm like, I swear, if Dupois like, gets out of this, got free, it's another statue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... See the same stuff we did. I take a sip of wine. <laughs> so Dupois, you you are driving the carriage up the driveway. Uh, you can see that the house is lit. Uh, you two in the back have a little bit of a view, but Dupois, yours is much clearer. Um, mm. You see that the rooms look like they're lit inside. As the carriage, uh, as you come up and around the circular driveway, and you're heading around uh, toward the front door, you see footmen standing waiting, and you also see. Count Fenelik standing and waiting at the door to greet the carriage. Okay. So, uh... Good thing I'm just the driver. So you pull the carriage up and uh, it comes to a stop. So a footman steps forward and reaches over, opens the door of the carriage and motions for you in the back to exit the carriage and get out. Okay, so this is the same carriage as before, right? Yes. Is, is all that stuff still in there? Yeah. you guys, okay. If you guys didn't I, take it out, everything's still in there. I'd probably pop out with another one of those cigars or whatever. You know, <laughs> like already lit and everything. Okay. So you both step out from the back. And the Count smiles. Just an ear-to-ear, like, smile that does not reach his eyes. And he says, Good evening and greetings. Welcome, my precious guests. Please, remove your wigs. And he waits. Um, is there any sign that, like, of the people in front of us? Uh, like, no, like, it appears they've already, uh, gone into the house, and the door to the house is closed. There's two footmen standing at the door. I, I look back, almost like I'm trying to be all, like, I got, like, a gnome, like, and I'm like, after all, I spent all this time powdering my wig, and I take it off. All right. Uh, that holds like, 
Well, I'd like to keep it on, but and he slowly takes it off. Because he, he, he kind of figures out where this is going, because he's the one who saw all that stuff. Yep, he tur- Fenelik turns to uh, what looks like a large, like, chest, and he says, please, choose for the evening. And you sort of look, and the chest is full of the heads of the decapitated animals. There's some lambs, there's some dogs, there's some <laughs> deer. I cover Bonaparte's eyes. <laughs> Oh no, you're fine. You're just fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just gonna run that ground out. <laughs> Bye. I wonder how those two are doing. I bet I could light the candles. So he he looks at you and waits for a, a beat. What do you guys do in the in that beat when he points? I see probably all of them are disgusting. Oh, they're terrible. They're bloodied. They're not cleaned. They're oh, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, probably tries to grab. Like he hesitates at first. But he knows he has to keep it covered. So he does go down and quickly go to grab one. Mm-hmm. He gets himself away from any of the dog ones. Alright, so do you take a lamb or a deer? I guess the lamb. Okay. Uh, he Please looks. The count looks at you as you take it and he goes, Interesting choice. Don it. He waits. Here? Yes, put put on your head. I like, but it definitely takes Presley a while. He's obviously, and, and I mean, everyone we saw here before on the last party were uncomfortable with everything he's putting them through, this torture bed. Mm-hmm. So um, he very reluctantly and slowly does eventually put it on. He kind All of right. like shivers at a cringe. Like the cold blood dripping down on him or something. And then uh, he says to Babon, and you? Babon very slowly pulls out a dog head and just, without even being asked, just puts it on and shudders. And he says, You must enter the carnival as you would, as you are. And he points to the ground. Oh god. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Jesus. Um <laughs> uh, my name god. my name is now um Lamsey and the mercy <laughs> Oh god, please stop. <laughs> uh, oh wait, that's not one word. Anyway, so okay, you know, really obviously very humiliating. Become yeah. the animal that you are. And he um, stares, he's staring at you both. Uh, I want you both just to give me power checks, please. Oh, that's going to be sanity. As he turns his gaze. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, uh. <laughs> so, yeah, Pressy, you, you have felt this gaze bear down on you before. And you sort of like. Give him a steely look, like, you don't have to do what he tells you to do. And he seems to know it. Like, he he see, he sort of smiles even wider, like, aha. But, Babon, you, you are compelled. Uh, you feel like you should get down on all fours and proceed toward the door as the, as the uh, canine that you are. Well, I mean, 
I guess it'd be all threes because I can't really yeah. bend this hand. So. That's true. He's have to be on all threes and just kind of be like a tripod hobbling. <laughs> so you, you hobble toward the door. Pressy, do you follow Babam? What do you do? I, I follow him. All right. So as you both uh, approach the door, the footmen open the door. And you see inside in the entryway where the, that statue, the Pobble statue was last time. It's not there, but there's troughs lining the room here. And you see guests inside wearing animal heads of all variety. And they are drinking on all fours from the troughs. Well, then. Yeah, you're, that's pretty much pressy right now. Exactly what you're doing. Like, what the <laughs> what do you two do? And uh, Dupois, what are you doing? Uh, as, they, as, as they go in, uh, you see like these people inside on all fours, like running about and like just drinking with their heads buried in these troughs. I've been there before. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take the carriage back around, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and you said that they're like only letting one in at a time. Yes. So it'd be it'd be weird if I didn't come back out. So you might I, think so. I'm probably gonna go back out and see if I can find some way to get inside again. Okay. So uh, the, you leave with the carriage and you're heading around as uh, all right, Babin and Pressy. You are inside, and there are all these guests that are crawling around on all fours, drinking from these troughs, and you get the scent. You kind of can smell, like, the troughs contain, like, wine. Very, very strong wines. Yeah. So, like, is everybody still on all fours, or are there some brave souls who are standing? Everyone is on all fours. Every single person. I try to find another lamp. Maybe a certain somebody can come Ooh, do you want to make me a spot hidden? All right, so you, uh, as you're looking around at all these troughs and things, you do see a uh, very terrified Melody sort of off in a corner. Um, she's got a lamb's head on her head, and she her eyes are just wide, and she's just, like, looking around in terror. And as you see her there, you see another guest goes by who's wearing like a dog's head, and he sort of turns and kind of like low growls under his breath at her, but continues to the trough and starts drinking. Are, are, are there servants in here? Like, what are they doing? Uh, they're not part of the play. Currently, you don't see any servants in this room. Um, you can see, uh, you see a few people with pig's heads on. You see a few people, uh, other people with, like, deer heads, a lot of lambs, and a lot of dogs. And you can hear now, like, braying, barking, and squealing coming from around the room. As people seem to be getting uh, drunk and kind of into the character of the animal that they are portraying. Um, Babylon's gonna just, like, slowly start making his way through the crowd, just generally heading towards the staircase, but not trying to make it obvious that that's where he's headed. Kind of making it look like he's just kind of wandering around, but a planned wandering. Okay, so yeah, so Babon, you knew that uh, there was a set of stairs sort of across the room in the, uh, like, outside the doors on the other side of this grand foyer. 
like that's that's where you know that the stairs upstairs are so you can you kind of make your way across as you do um you kind of get surrounded at one point by other people with dogs heads and they almost seem like they like a pack is forming oh sure pick on the weak one he's kind of keeps trying to hobble uh, when you when you seem uninterested in joining the pack, they sort of bark a little bit at you, and then they move away, looking for other interested parties. Well, that's bizarre. He's just gonna keep going. He's not gonna leave the foyer yet. He's gonna make like towards where the doors are and just kind of like hang out near there because okay. he doesn't want to abandon Pressy yet. I, I don't. I don't know. People barking is the least of the like messed up here. You know, just. Dead animal heads on our heads. The um, uh, he actually does go. Um, Cressy goes up to this wall. Uh, and you see, as uh, no, you're does. as you're uh, making your way around, um, there are servants that now start to kind of come in from the other room. They kind of just have this flat expression, and some of them are carrying like big like bales of hay. And some of them move to the furniture and start moving it aside, and they start throwing hay on the ground. And, like, laying it out, and, you, like, so that people kind of start romping through it and playing through it, and, like, are seriously getting into character as these animals. The town's still at the front. Uh, he is, and every once in a while while this is happening, the front door will open, and more guests will come in bearing various animal heads on their hands and knees. And join the fray. They they seem to come in and they like immediately go for like the wine troughs and they just start drinking themselves sort of into a drunk state. Do any of the guests seem like super into this whole thing? Like beyond what we've been experiencing so far? Um, you notice that um, a lot of them seemed uh, sort of re- kind of remiss about it at first, a little bit hesitant. But as time is passing and more people are arriving... Uh, they seem to be slowly kind of giving into this. Like, in fact, at one point you see the group of the pack of dogs, they sort of chase after three or four people who are wearing like deer heads through the room. And they're literally nipping at their heels as they chase them. Also, uh, Babon, when you, you've made it to the other side of the grand foyer, you can uh, give me a spot hidden as the, the servants are coming in and out to kind of look beyond to see the foyer. Okay. I am doing terrible tonight. You are. So yeah, so the door is kind of open and shut, but you keep getting distracted by the action in the foyer before you can kind of look out. Um, And maybe about 15 to 20 minutes go by before um, you see the door open to the outside and uh, the count is kind of coming in now from outside. So meanwhile, outside, so Dubois, you, you took the carriage back down the driveway. Yep. And um, they let you out through the gate. Yeah. I figure I'll, like, stash it um, somewhere to the side. Uh, sort of go around, make sure all the soldiers are, like, getting set up or are set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll look to see if a group can help me, like, get up over the wall. Okay. Um, like, help me climb. So where do you want to come over the wall? You could come over the wall toward the mm-hmm. front of the property, um, on either side, or you could come in through the back and come up through the garden. Uh, 
can I come in from like the left side on the map? Uh, the sort of, sort of wooded area there? Sure. Sort of where I, I snuck around before. Okay. Are you going to try to come across like where the garden is to get cover getting to the house? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, probably. Okay. Um, so when you get to the wall, you do have men set there, so they can give you an assist on a climb check. So if you okay. want to roll with uh, an advantage dice to see if you can get yourself up and over the wall. Sweet. I will I will try my best. All right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So uh, you you are struggling to get up over the wall. Um, I told you I was fat. <laughs> you, you are a pretty, pretty hefty boy. But, um... One too many plot checks? Yeah. No, don't we? So, um... <laughs> Sorry, I can't give you a hand in this one. Yeah. Uh, so the, 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 gen- the other soldiers who are kind of, uh, watching you do this, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're going to try to climb up and sort of help you get over. Oh, God. <laughs> give me an extra, extra boost. That's what friends are for. I like to imagine that there's, like, servants on the other side of the wall just watching this whole thing happening. Oh, like, what? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're taking bets on whether or not he'll make it. They're setting up, like, a, a pulley system to get Dupois over the wall. How long do you think it will take him? I don't know. We'll have to wait to see. All right, so they're going to try to help you. Let's see. I don't know. Dupois doesn't seem like he can get over it. No, he doesn't. No. I got you on that one. <laughs> oh, they're they're all you're all having our time. Uh, you you think that maybe they must have greased the walls. Maybe they did. Maybe they noticed a statue missing from the garden. Oh no. Um. So, but you do remember there was a spot kind of at the back of the property that was a little looked like it was a little crumbly that might be easier to climb up if you, you know, when you guys were investigating the other day. That's a good point. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. really wants me to go around back. See, see what you what you need to do is you need to do um some like Acme Incorporated kind of stuff, and you get like a rock and a plank. Yeah, I was gonna say get a plank. And it just jumps off a tree and just. <laughs> <laughs> I regret well, nothing. I I guess I will I will go around back and see if I have any better luck there. <laughs> All right, so you you run around to the back side of the property, um, and this is all happening while Babylon and Pressy are coming to terms with the the goings on in this grand yeah. foyer of debauchery. All right, so when you get to the back, uh, you find the spot where you you have men stationed back there, and you can see the crumbly section of wall where it looks like uh, there's a few more footholds and things like that. Yeah. She wants to try to go over the wall. Yes. Again. Yes. Okay, Over okay. the garden wall. Yeah. I got a teapot on my head and everything. All right. So uh, you you will get an, uh, an advantage die for this because there are handholds available to you. Didn't help me last time. This is true. Oh, wow. Oh, so yeah, this time you actually, uh, you managed to get over without any assistance. You get to the top. Now roll me a jump check to jump down into the garden below. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you know the plane is going exactly how you want it. So yeah. you you uh, 
think you see a soft spot, but there's oh shit, that's a rock. Uh, you you will lose one hit point from the bad landing that you take. But you uh, you don't think you've broken anything, and you're still mostly intact. Uh, so looking around, I mean, you've seen the garden before, but uh, now you can kind of see it in the moonlight. It's overgrown with roses. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, it looks like it'd provide perfect cover to get closer to the house. Mm. Um, the roses are growing in a manner of varieties. Uh, in fact, you kind of look a little more closely, and you're surprised because there's black, aquamarine, turquoise, silver, grass green, and a whole other collection of colors back here. And not only that, but they're like luxuriant and healthy, as if they've been richly fertilized. You also see mm. blackberries, brambles, and thorn bushes that grow in unchecked abundance amongst the roses. Oh. Ready. So, so do you want to try to make your way to the house? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm, I'm headed for the carriage house because I think that'd be the easiest means of entry. So. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to try to be sneaky? Fuck yeah, I'm going to be sneaky. <laughs> so because of all of this cover that you have... You get advantage die on the stealth check to make it through the garden. Very nice. There you go. All right. So you successfully blend into the vegetation, moving amongst the cover to try to make your way toward the house. Just do me a favor as you do this, though. Make me a dexterity roll. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Um... You're being stealthy, you're staying amongst the vegetation, and then you feel this sharp slashing pain as you realize you've gone through a more densely populated area of these prickers and thorns. Uh, You take another hit point of damage. (laughs) Okay. And you notice that where where you were cut, the wound seems to bleed freely. You kind of, like, cover it and and try to staunch it, but it seems like it's, it's bleeding a little, like... It's taking longer to coagulate than than you think it should. Dupont dies before he even gets into the house. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was supposed to say, meanwhile, in the house, they're like, oh, man, Dupont has it so easy. <laughs> yeah, right? He does have a weird animal head on his head. <laughs> All right, so... Um, I have a little puppy on my head. All right, so you were making your way through, and and as you came through the back of the garden and got into the pricker bushes, you passed one of the fountains... It's still flowing with this pink, reddish liquid, and it's got this, like, Icarus statue on top of it. And you mm. move through the foliage, and you can see, as you come through the, the center, there's all these black gravel paths. At the center of the garden paths, there's four paths that sort of intersect in the middle. There's a gazebo waiting in the center. I go in there. Detect people. <laughs> uh, as you continue past the gazebo... You can see the fountain toward the front near the house that has nothing sitting above it anymore. It's missing a statue. Hmm, I wonder where that could have gone. I wonder. Uh, And also, but it's still flowing with this reddish pink liquid. Mm. When you pass one of the fountains toward the back, you actually got like the, the scent of grapes, almost like the fountain's flowing with like a wine. But then another one of the fountains as you got near, it had a more coppery scent to it. Oh. That's nice. Mm. All right. right, So you get to the edge of the garden and you see now that to get from the garden to the back of the house, there's a little bit of open space. Yeah, I see that. Yes. Um, What do you want to do? 
Well, do I see anybody? Make like, a spot hidden check. Okay. Like I'll, I will, I'll take a minute and look around and make sure there's no like anybody patrolling around that's gonna come across me. Seth. All right. Uh, looking around, you do notice you can see once again the movement in the kitchen across the way. Okay. You also note uh, it looks like there is at least one footman patrolling around one side of the house and one on the other side. Um, so left and right, there's like one footman a piece that you spot. Uh, but but currently they don't they don't look like they're looking toward the back garden. Mm. Well, I'm glad I didn't go from the left then. All right. Uh, well, I will come out of hiding and stealthily and as quickly as I can make my way over to the, like, the carriage house door and see if I can get inside and, like, you know, well, I'll just get inside at the moment. Okay. (laughs) What happens after that, we'll see. All right. So roll me a stealth check. Okay. Ooh. Uh, can I spend luck to make that a success? Sure. Excellent. Holy crap, man. All right. For just a second, you uh, think, oh, my God, I might get detected if I go. And then uh, you see um, your moment. Um, it looks like both guards hear something out front and turn. And you just quickly run to the back of the carriage house and sort of flatten yourself against the wall. And are there. So, meanwhile, back, back inside the party... So, Pressy, you have located across the room a very scared little sheep who appears to be beside herself in fear of, of this whole goings-on. And, Babon, you are off to the back of the room near the doors, but you haven't had a chance to really look out and see what's going on in the walkway beyond. And the Count has crossed the threshold. He steps into the room and he sort of smiles. And he kind of puts his hands out to the nearest guests that are kind of cavorting about in their animal shapes. And he just kind of like pets them on their animal heads. There's this Mm -hmm. donkey that kind of runs up to him and he's petting it. And then on the other side of the donkey, a wolf comes around and he pets the wolf too. And you see the wolf kind of snap at the donkey who brays in fear. And the doors to the outside swing shut and you hear, uh, it sounds like hammering from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit's right. <laughs> not, not in here, that's where the hay is for. Yeah. So, um, I have a question. Yes. With the servants you were coming in and out, mm-hmm. is there any sort of pattern to them, or is it pretty random when they're appearing? Uh, it's It was pretty random. It seemed that they were, like, just fulfilling some tasks. They laid out the hay, they moved the furniture, and they've kind of let given space for the animals to kind of run around and, and cavort and just be crazy. Okay. Some of the uh, predators are starting to hunt some of the, the uh, prey in packs and chasing them and scaring them. There's a, the, the noise is getting more intense. And you just see Fenelik kind of moving about, just smiling, sort of like stopping here and there. And then every once in a while, like you kind of follow follow him and then you get distracted by something and you look back and he he's not there anymore where you were looking. 
And then you turn and he's on the other side of the room. But you don't know how he got there so quickly. Power walk. Misty well, step. So still no sign to walk. I'm assuming we've been here for a bit. Uh, yeah, currently there is not any sign of Dupois. As you guys, you guys have been inside now for about maybe 20 minutes. Has it been like servants stopped coming through, or is it pretty consistently? Uh, they appear to have stopped coming through. If you want to, uh, you can roll another spot hidden to see if you can see into that back hallway. Okay. Before they stop opening and closing the doors. I've been doing so terrible tonight. It's okay. Oh no! Again. Can I help? Because I was actually gonna. You can you can make one if you are making your way around the room trying to see. Eh, one of us is useful. Haha. <laughs> Alright, so um Pressy kinda makes his way by Babon and uh he distracts you for a minute, but over Babon's shoulder, Pressy, you get a quick look into the hallway, and you see um the staircase that leads up. You see some of the servants crossing in between. You see a door set off to the side. And there are two footmen stationed on either side of that door, which is currently closed. And then the door kind of swings shut and you can't see the hallway anymore. There's going to be, uh, they have two footmen at the door. Would they be able to see the staircase from where they're standing? Yes, he would see that they have a clear view of the staircase. Yeah, they they are looking right at it pretty much. Well, that complicates things. So, are they to the... So, where exactly are they at on the map? They're in the Grand Foyer. Um, So, they are, like, up at the top of it, where those openings are. Those are all, like, doors that open and close. Okay. So, they're kind of... They can be wherever they want. Like, maybe in the center to get a better view. So yeah, they can see those stairs that go up, and they also see that door in the corner, and they can see that there's a set of double doors that lead somewhere else. Where do they see the guards at? They see the guards, and the the little door to the left, that's number 12. Okay, yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. Yikes. Well then, how are we supposed to get upstairs then? Hmm. Or downstairs. Make a distraction, but I would really like to wait until the fog gets here because I think that it can only work once. Might as well wait for our friend to show up. Well, we did tell the men, like, if we didn't give the candle signal within like 30 minutes (laughs) to just come in. To start moving forward? That is true. That might be a distraction right there. Well, uh. I'm I'm guessing too far. So, um, that I, damn I, dog probably got into something. Yeah. You're you're one of the top. As I look up at him and I go, and, and the um, we should just we'll, we'll just go with the plan minus one person. So you'll have to do candles and search. Are you okay? I have to get upstairs first. Is the problem? Sorry. Uh, so while you guys are sort of like meandering about trying to figure out what to do. Both uh, Babon and uh, Pressy, just make me spot hidden checks real quick. Then we're attacked by ninjas. Boy! <laughs> oh, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's uh, the only fail I'm fine with. So, uh, Pressy, 
you uh, are sort of whispering back and forth, uh, you and, and Babon, and you, for a second, your eyes flick to the crowded room where everyone, like, some of these uh, people have started eating, like, off the ground, and they're, like, their makeup is all smeared in a mess, and you see a tiger walk through the center of some of these creatures and then disappear into the shadows and then you lose sight of it a, a person in like a tiger no you're you're very sure that you just saw a real tiger walking through oh okay i just wanted to be sure okay okay yeah we're we're going now <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'm gonna tell you i just say yeah we should we're, we're okay so i'm gonna distract them then while the this is me Got it. Okay, so Pressy's probably going to commit suicide here. He's going to go in here. Mm-hmm. Try to, um, like, make sure the guards see him come in on all fours with a lamp. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to pee in the hallway and see what That's my plan if I ever get caught. I was going to just sort of pee. <laughs> Make it look like I think I'm like I'm part of the animal thing, and then they'll be like, "Hey, wait, no, you're not. The party's out there, you know." Like, uh, so yeah, you wander out, and you uh, sort of lift a leg and start peeing. Uh, where, where are you? What are you peeing on? Because they do take notice as soon as you sort of meander your way out. Um, what 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 all is in here? It's a long hallway, and there's basically um, just the stairs heading up. There's like kind of a couple of like soft sofas sitting on either side of those double doors but other than that there's no furniture um probably over towards the sofas just because um that would get them away from their posts but also give room for him for them to get in there you know hmm. all right so um they one of them moves over and is like come on little lamb move Move yourself back inside. Bah, let's go. Uh, so, Babon, what are you going to do? Are you making a break for the stairs? Only one guard went over? Uh, the other is watching this. Mm. So he's watching mm. them. Um, Pocket sand. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, Babon's just going to sprint for it. Just get up on both legs, not hobbling on his three tripods anymore. Just like like, get into, like, the football pose and then just book it towards the stairs. Do you want to try to be sneaky about it? I could try. I'm not good at those. But okay. I could try. Would he have advantage because they're, they're distracted right now? or Yeah, he could use an advantage die, and then I'm going to roll for their uh, mm. slot hidden. Guys, I'm not good at this. I, I, I gotta ask. I, this is important to me. Did he come over and, like, leave his post before or after I relieved myself? Uh, kind of as you're relieving yourself. God damn it, okay. Uh, were you gonna pee on him? <laughs> I, if, the, oh. oh. <gasps> hey, it's, it's ten luck if you wanna... <laughs> Do it. Can I unlock that? Do it, please. Um, actually, you, uh, wow. they don't seem to notice you. Yeah, oh, never mind. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll say, like, I actually do kind of pee on him. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, as you uh, as you run past, like you actually slip in some of the like gross like hay and stuff on your feet that's stuck to you okay, now. As long as it's hay, I don't yes. want to slip in something else. Yeah, 
Um, and you manage to get to the stairs and, and sort of bolt up these stairs to the second floor. So when you, when you clear the stairs to the second floor, you see that the stairs continue up to a third floor. Um, but you look around and there's like uh, a hallway with multiple doors leading off and you can see like bedrooms and things like that. Uh, there's like a Roman villa with like esque kind of set up with couches in place of a bed. There's a Venetian room that you can see through a door. Uh, it looks like the bed is set into a gondola. As you kind of look around and move a little further, um, there looks like like a kind of a Turkish setting. Like every room has a different pattern to it, a different style. And everything looks like old, like kind of antique. Um, what, so was it that we light one candle and then we take it away when we want them to come in? Was that what it agreed to? I think that was the plan. I think it, I think it was just we get a candle up there. Okay. We go with all the candles and then like what's the point? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, Babone's gonna try and like figure out one of the rooms that faces towards the front of the house where like they could see it, and he's gonna try to find a candle to light because I don't think he brought one with him. What, what mm-hmm. it, uh, with this plan, do you would, think he would have brought one? Would. I think. Okay. I, I, yeah. I think Chris would make sure at least everyone has at least one. Okay. Uh, so he'll light a candle and put it in the window, and then, and then it's just like bedrooms on this floor. Yeah, it appears to be mo- mostly bedrooms. And the, you go through the gondola room to get to a front window, and you kind of look out uh, and down, and you can see uh, the footmen are kind of lounging on the stairs, sort of below, and it looks like they're uh, clinking like uh, bottles and sort of smoking. And you can hear their muffled voices, but the window's closed. You can't make out what they're saying. One, well, I can't make out what they're saying. Do you want to like, make a listen try check? Try to like creep the window open just like a little hair. <laughs> sure. Uh, you can creak it open. And do you want to make me a listen check to see if you can make out what they're talking about? I'm strangely good at these, so why not? <laughs> yeah. Not this time. Oh, not oh time. no. Why am I so bad tonight? I don't know. Yeah, so, so uh, you you creak the window open, but the sounds of the party kind of over, like, take what these guys are talking about. Uh, the only thing you can make out is it seems like they may be making bets. Mm. Mm. Great. And who's going to die first? Okay. Um, Which one's going to be on the guard? Yeah. I lost my bet. <laughs> so if there's only bedrooms... That was going to try and go up to the third floor. All right. So as Pressy is being uh, uh, confronted by the guards and Babon is climbing the stairs to the third floor, Dupuis, uh, you are outside against the wall behind the carriage house. Currently, you know that there is a footman to either side of the house sort of patrolling. Um, Also, you uh, suddenly something catches a whiff like you're like and in the dark, you, you didn't see this, but now you turn your head kind of to the right and look, and you see this sort of, like, dark mass, like, pile set a little ways off, and you, and now you kind of hear, like, the buzzing of flies. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you kind of wait a minute for your eyes to adjust now that you're in the shadows, and you can see that this is a heaped pile of dead animal carcasses just left to rot and waste. Yeah. Like, they did not even, like, do anything to clean or keep this for food. It's just wasted. Bob shakes his head and 
is just gonna slowly open the carriage door, carriage carriage house door, okay. so that it's like quiet, and then slip inside. All right. Do you want to make me a stealth check? Yes, I'll make one. All right. <laughs> Jeez. I love it. You really want me to get caught. Oh, I do. But unfortunately, Dupois is the quietest, short, little fat man I have ever met in my life. <laughs> I love it. So, yes, you open the door very quietly. And uh, you see in the shadows, you can see, like, the Count's white carriage set back. Yeah, excellent. And, and you hear the uh, the horses sort of moving uncomfortably in their stalls. And looking around, you kind of do a quick look left, right, and you can see there's a set of double doors to your right that look like they are in the direction of the house proper. Okay, well, before I, before I go check those out, I want to check the carriage out. Okay. Just because we weren't able to before. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just, I'll just give it outside a once-over and then open the door, look inside, see if there's, like, any secret compartments or any bullshit like that. Okay. Give me a spot hidden. Okay, I will. There you go. All right, so you uh, inspect the outside of the carriage, and you can actually see, like, where uh, there's marks, and you realize that these are the marks that were left from when the carriage ran down those two innocent men in the street. Mm. And you're like, ugh. And then you move to the side of the carriage, and you open the door to kind of take a look inside, and something falls out on top of you. (laughs) And you, uh, do you try to catch it, or do you get out of the way? Stop! Get the fuck out of the way! Alright, make me, make me a dex check. <laughs> oh lord. Of course, my worst stat. <laughs> oh. Okay, I still made it. Alright, you manage to get out of the way without knocking into the bridles and things on the wall behind you. Uh, you stumble back against the wall as a limp form falls to the ground. And it looks like some, you don't know who this woman is, but there is a the dead body of a woman. And then you look again and you realize you've seen her before. Oh, no. Okay. She looks like the woman that was in the carriage that you guys pilfered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <sighs> Fuck. Pressy, well. uh, while you're in the hallway, make, <laughs> me, make me a listen check. I almost want to say just fails because it just feels so humiliated. Listen, you said? Yes, please. At least Melody's not in there. Alright, let's see. Mmm. That's not good. Uh, so, Pressy, the, the two footmen, one is still standing by this door, the other is trying to shoo you back toward the, uh, the grand foyer, and, um, you hear a soft thump from beyond the double doors where you are, but they don't seem to notice. Apparently, <sighs> doesn't have enough time, and it's two on one to really try to investigate that thump. Mm-hmm. He's hoping it's not, you know, a friend that went upstairs. But okay. um, he he lets them escort him back. All right, so they do. They lead you back in, and, and when you get back inside... He tries to pretend like that whole scene never happened, ever. All right. Uh, when you get back inside, um, even in the, the couple of minutes it took for you guys to move into the hallway, uh, it seems like the situation in the foyer is quickly getting out of hand. 
uh, people are starting. It wasn't to... before. Oh no, it's it's even more out of hand. Um, the pack of wild dogs, in fact, has cornered a small, innocent-looking lamb and is nipping and barking at this little lamb. What lamb? Uh, a very particular lamb that you are very familiar with. It is Melody, and she is bleating in fear as they uh, one of you see one of the do- the dogs uh, actually bite her. In the ankle, and she pulls away and sort of like ducks against the wall. I'm not a. I don't have horns, do I? Uh, no, you don't have horns. Damn. I don't care. I'm gonna headbutt him. All right. So you are going to charge this gentleman, and you're going to headbutt him. I want you to roll me a brawl check. He's thinking this part about his spring. So you charge in, and uh, do you want to spend any luck to make that a success? No. Succeed. All right. Uh, you charge, and uh, he sees you coming and uh, sort of turns on you and starts growling and barking at you, and he is going to attempt to bite you. Good luck, fucker. I'm covered in this. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a bite. Oh, oh, oh. oh! Alright, so he he attempts to bite you, but you back away and uh def- like are between him and Melody now. But the rest of the pack is like growling and like just sneering. You see like they're drooling. Um they seem like they're maybe getting ready to come at you as a group. This is really bad like role wise. Not even not even like for actual situation. I'm gonna try to intimidate them. Okay. What what is it you want to do? Like, what are you doing as Pressy to like scare them? Seem like it's like I don't know. Uh, a a a lamb that knows how to defend itself. I, I don't know. Forceful. Like like. So so lambs themselves are usually pretty passive, but um, I, the, the reason I was thinking of ram. Because they're actually very aggressive. Plus, like, you could deal act more way I'm like, something I don't know. I don't, right. I don't know animals. I don't know persona stuff, okay? It's weird. I mean, you can step out of the animal persona if you want to, like, roar. Not like, roll. Oh, yeah, no. no. Uh, yeah, you. so you try to uh, scare the pack of wild dogs. And uh, they start to kind of converge on you and Melody in the corner. Uh, as... Let's see. Babon, you are upstairs. You move up to the third floor of the mansion. Um, As you come to the third floor, you see that there is a door at the top of the stairs. Uh, It appears to lead into what must be the master bedroom of this house. Uh, You can see it's slightly ajar, and you can see a four-poster gilded bed sitting across the way with velvet, red velvet curtains strung all around, kind of held back at the corners with ties. Um, what do you want to do? I'm going to slowly creep into the room. All right. As you creep into the room, you can see that there are two adjoining rooms off to either side. They look like probably dressing rooms. Uh, one of them... You can see the door is slightly open, and it looks like there's a lot of, like, fine, exquisite clothing. 
The other one, when you look over, it looks like it's full of shoes. Hmm. Only shoes. Completely full of shoes. Of all variety, style. You also can see, um, toward the back of the room, there's like, it looks like a door for like the servants. And, um, to come and go. And there appears to be stairs that lead up. Because you do know from the outside that there's uh, two, like, tower structures on the house. Mm-hmm. One on either side of the building. Is there any, like, desks or anything in here? Uh, you don't see any kind of desk or anything like that. Uh, but you can make me a spot hidden roll if you want to. Sure. Oh, I succeeded. Awesome. Finally. So, uh, looking around, uh, you know, first of all, the bed is pristine, as though it has never been slept in. Mm, big surprise. You also notice a pattern of holes in the floor near the bed that you can't explain. Like, what's, like, how are they patterned? It's just, like, r- random, like, holes sort of drilled through the floor. Almost like for airflow. But um, you've never seen like this kind of design. Is there a way could, is it too dark to try and look through a hole? No, nope. you you look down through a hole and you are looking down into the Turkish bedroom down below. That like are all holes looking down to the Turkish bedroom or do they look into different rooms? Uh these ones look like they just look into the Turkish bedroom. Hmm. Um, he's gonna like can you look under the bed can I look under the bed sure you kind of pull up the, the velvet and look and there's nothing to be seen under the bed it's completely empty just out of morbid curiosity I need to check out that shoe closet because there's just something weird about that and I don't like it all right, you move across and open the door, and in fact, it is entirely stocked with shoes. Floor-to-ceiling shelves of shoes, pristinely buffed, tidy boots, sandals, like all variety from all walks of different cultures and things like that. Just shoes. He's going to reach out and scuff a couple of them. <laughs> scuff, 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 scuff. You, you kind of take some of the mess from downstairs. Yeah, just kind of trash room a little bit. All right. Um, just, just take your hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess he's gonna go try and see where that staircase going up leads. Cause yellow, the one like the servant store that goes up to that tower. See if there's anything up there. All right. So you move across the room and uh, you kind of look. It opened the door. There are stairs that lead up. Um, and you're a little nervous at first because the towers from the outside looked a little uh, worse for wear. But when you come in here, you notice that it seems like uh, maybe that was by design because this looks like fairly new construction in the house. He's going to go up. So, yep, you go up and you can kind of look out and you get a kind of a view of the property. Um, so you're sort of looking out over the gardens. Do I see anything of interest? Um, currently, it's pretty quiet out there. 
You don't see anything going on. I don't like any of this. <laughs> oh, he's gonna go back to the master bedroom, I guess. Alright. So meanwhile, Dupois, you are mm. in the carriage house and something has fallen out of the carriage. Yeah. Uh, well, I will politely step over this lady's body and look around inside the carriage. Is there is there another body in here, or is it... Uh, yeah, there is, in fact, the wine gentleman is in there as well. Fucking Christ. Uh, well, I don't know that I even want to look for a secret compartment at this point. I <laughs> found enough. Um, I- I'll look anyway. Just... Yeah, you, you look around inside, uh, and you don't find anything. Okay. There's nothing That's of interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yikes. Um... So what what kind of tools are on the walls in here? Uh, various things. There's some whips. There's bridles and things whips. for the horses. Yeah, there's there's some equipment for like shoeing uh, the horses and stuff if they throw a shoe. Just things like that. So like hammers? Yeah, it's some small like hand hammers. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take a hammer. <laughs> All right, take a hammer. <laughs> Just in case, you know. Hammer time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, and then I'm going to head over to where the double doors are. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... Little tiny crack and just sort of peek in the hallway there. Uh, so make a spot check for me. Okay. Oh! Ooh. Uh, so you peek through the door uh, in time to see um, the footman moving back to his post. Uh, you notice a puddle on the floor in, like, the center by one of these couches. Uh, and you can just hear one of the footmen saying, uh, I can't wait for the excitement to really get going. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Where are the soldiers at? <laughs> I don't know, somebody just lit a candle in the window. No, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Alright, uh... Oh, fuck. I don't know what to do now. Um... Well, I, I guess Dupois is gonna like try and slink into the hallway. Well, I will remind you that Dupois also uh, saw that uh-huh. there was a door off the kitchen at one time. Oh, yeah, but I know. he has to go back outside to get there. I know. Okay, so you want to slip into the hallway? Yeah. Yeah, you do. I could just hear Janaki like, good, I have them separated. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think any of you have heard it, but that uh, we are number one. It's going to be like a really sinister version. So it's just like... <laughs> That's exactly what's going on right now. Yeah, right? Peeking <sighs> through the door. All also, right. the entire time Dupois was sneaking in, I kept hearing the Peak Panther theme going. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Alright, so... I, go ahead, Scott. I was about to say, any stealth immediately defaults to Metal Gear Solid. I've never played it, but immediately think of the stealth. Well, mm-hmm. I just want to point out that he deserves it, because Dupois rolls fantastic on stealth checks. True. So, let's find out if it continues, Dupois. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you uh you open one of these doors very quietly. Uh the you can see like the side profile of the footman by this base by this door 
you can see the stairs to your left, the footman is to your right. Uh, you know he's talking to another one, even though you haven't seen them. So you know there's two. As you sort of just step into this small hallway and then just quietly kind of pull the door shut behind you. And you're now standing. Uh, you you see a blank-faced servant walk from the kitchen and open a door into the main room. And when they do, like, you could hear the muffled noises from inside. The door opens and you hear barking. You uh, hear braying of donkeys. You hear the squealing of pigs. You hear the bleeding of lambs. Uh, just make me a spot hidden check while this door is sort of swinging open and closed. Just like I'm back home on the farm. <laughs> uh, you see inside the door as it swings shut uh, you you see Pressy with a, another person behind him you can't make out who it is and you can see that he's backed kind of into a corner with a group sort of surrounding him in the next room you also see um, this servant sort of walks across Never even looks like you kind of stand there for a second, like, oh, shit, because he kind of comes back yeah. in. But they like never like the glazed look doesn't leave their face. They cross between the kitchen across to where the stairs are. And there's a door at the other side that they swing open. And you can see the, that there's like this nice ballroom. You see a small stage set in the back. Standing on the stage, you see a small man dressed in fine clothes, but he looks like he has an apple shoved in his mouth. And standing at his shoulder behind him is a probably five foot six tall woman who looks like she's dressed like an angel. And they're just standing there sort of unmoving, kind of, you see their eyes dart back and forth, but they don't move from their location. Okay. Um, well, something I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Any of us bring any weapons when we went in? Oh yeah, I assume I brought I like assume my pistol and stuff. Because I, I mean, I didn't have to worry about like a weapon check or anything when we were going in. So, I mean, it's not it's not abnormal, especially in this area, to have like a sword on your side, especially from no. like a noble status. Yeah, I would say that uh, a sword. You probably uh, wouldn't have been able to sneak a musket in. No, except for no, du- except for Dupois, maybe could be carrying somebody's musket if they left it behind. But if you had a small firearm, then you could probably have yeah. that with you. So, like, I have a flintlock, so I assume I have that. Yeah, you could have had that tucked in your belt. As well as my trusty axe. Because I have an axe, too. <laughs> Dupois, please have a musket. It's what I'm best at. It's like my <laughs> Uh, I probably I probably just like have all sorts of stuff. I have like some snacks just in case. I you do pressy for the other room. Take the shot. <laughs> I, I I probably would have like one flintlock pistol mm. and and the sword. Okay. Main reason I'm saying that is because I might need it pretty soon. Yeah. Uh. Well, seeing pressy like surrounded by all these people in this weird animal party room, mm-hmm. Paul just like shakes his head and he's like, "I told him not to get into any weird sex stuff, but here we are. Here we are." And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like huddle down next to the couch, like hide myself behind the arm. Um. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until like I hear the soldiers coming in or like commotion that would cover my next movements. 
Okay. Um, make a stealth roll. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> you just want me to fail eventually. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> there you go, Jack. There's your okay. stealth roll. <laughs> Look, this has to happen. I've been rolling terrible. Dylan has to roll well. It's equilibrium. I, I feel like it's whenever she wants you to fail is when it's always at least hard, if not extreme. Yeah. Dupois becomes a piece of the furniture. He's like, it's just. He completely molds himself, almost like Slughorn I'm, in Harry yeah, Potter. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so fat, I just have a comfy armchair. You're just the spy from King Fortress 2, and you just have a mask on, and it's like the furniture piece. There was this nice throw that was across the, the like one of the chases, and, and you're just kind of like, pull it across and make yourself look like a lounge chair. Mm. It's very, it's very well suited. Like he plays it perfectly. You might have a future in home decorating. Nice. All right. So think about. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, Pressy, you and Melody are in a very, uh, very bad situation. What do you, what do you want to do about this? As the the dogs are barking and um, you actually uh, are like dodging. They're nipping at you as you two are sort of pinned in a corner. Poor Pressy. He's going to do his best to defend her, and if it, if it sounds to it, like, if they're actually, like, doing damage to me, mm-hmm. I probably will just drop the act entirely. Even if the Count gets angry and goes to fight me, Pressy probably is still not going to care. He's like, pretty much, he's going to get up off, uh, on his two legs and pull out the sword. All right. Be like, that's it, fucker, you know? <laughs> Well, one of them does sort of, uh, is going to try to lunge in to bite at you. Um, you can either, uh, let them try to get to you. You can roll a dodge, but if you do a dodge roll, then you're not going to get to do, like, a, any kind of action on your next round. What Would I, would I be able to distract them away from Melody? So they, they, they seem focused on you right now, so... Like very, okay. I'll, I'll I'll do with the dodge then. Uh, actually, uh, they, they lunge in and you are they they miss you completely. They're, they had a little too much wine. They seem to be a little bit drunk. And uh, at this point, uh, you see from your four leg advantage point, uh, you see a set of legs sort of moving through towards you. And uh, you hear, oh, is it dinner time already? Oh, look at those tasty morsels. Will you let them go so easily? As you kind of look up and you see Fennel kind of looking down, he's petting one of the dogs on the head. And he just smiles wickedly at you. Are you frightened, little lamb? Um, since I succeeded so well in my power check before, mm-hmm. he's probably gonna be like, "No." Ah, uh, he just shakes his head. That's all right then. I'm okay with that too. I think she's terrified though, and you see, Melody is just sort of cringing behind you in fear. It's all right, little lamb. Don't worry. And he just sort of strolls away. And you look back at Melody to kind of, like, make sure she's okay. And when you look back again, Fenelik's not in sight again. He has disappeared. So, 
upstairs, Babom. What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna check the closet with all the clues in it because I'm just trying to find like anything useful. Harvey, did you light a candle yet? Yeah, I lit a candle already. Okay. okay. Yeah, we're good. All right, so you go into the closet full of clothing, and it is um exquisite, like all sorts of fine silks and and just beautiful multicolored patterns. There's just there's some beautiful styles from across the globe: India, Italy, German, English. Just gorgeous collection of outfits. Um, he's just gonna keep poking around trying to see if I can find anything there. I doubt there's gonna be something, but just attempt to find. Yeah, more you evidence. can roll me another spot hidden check. Hey, passed. Um, so looking through, uh, you don't find anything like evidence wise, but you find another set of these little holes in the ground. Where do these, he's going to look down and see where these ones. Uh, they look like they lead down, uh, into like the hallway below. Okay. Hmm. Well, these are weird. Everything around here is weird. It's true. Um... Almost like they can spy on you from above. Yeah. So, and then this master bedroom is the only thing up here on the third floor. There's no other rooms. Nope, no other rooms up here. Guess I'm gonna creep down to the second floor again and go to the Turkish room mm-hmm. and try and like look up to the ceiling to see if I can spot the holes. Sure, make a spot hidden check. Uh, You have an advantage die because you know where they are upstairs. Oh my god. Damn, where are they? Yeah, you're not sure. I mean, maybe... No, that might be a discrepancy in the ceiling. I mean, maybe somewhere right here. It's hard to tell. And can I just poke around in this room a little more just because... Just because, because I'm not, I'm getting nowhere with this, and... Sure. Uh, Dupois, do you want to make me a listen check? Uh, sure. There it is. It's not good. Uh, no. You, uh, you notice one of the footmen, uh, he looks... The one standing where you can see just his shoulder sort of looks up. Do you hear that? <laughs> just watch as if there's a chair. Ah, <laughs> oh, that chair is sweating. Weird. <laughs> but they don't, they look like he looks toward the stairs and lo- is looking at the ceiling, but he doesn't uh, move from his post. He stays at this door. So, um, what is Pressy gonna do? The dogs kind of back off and go after some other prey. You don't seem as easy to uh, oh. to intimidate, so they kind of run away for now. You see them; uh, they sort of take down a deer on the other side of the room as a pack, and they're kind of uh, attacking it violently. When you, when you say take down... They chase it down, uh, knock it over, and are, like, biting and clawing at it. Um, I 
I try to get her, I try to get Ellie to go hide, but she can. And I'm gonna also try to lure as many of the, the predator ones towards the stairway as I can. Ooh, what do you want to do to lure them? Also, um, you notice, um, you you tell Melody to hide. Um, she sort of goes and tucks herself kind of behind a piece of furniture on the wall, but you uh, notice she's more reacting sort of from, like, you don't see, like, Melody's kind of out of it a little bit. Like, this is all taking its toll kind of on her, and she's sort of just reacting from the fear and not from, like, an intelligent person standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. Um, yeah, he's gonna... Well, the, the other reason he's wanting to do this is because it's a lot harder to escape if you're up there. Because the soldiers are probably coming pretty soon. Um, they're all pretty drunk anyways. Be too bad. Um, yeah, he... As he humiliated himself the party. Um, can I use charm in any way? Sure. Yeah, you can try to uh, to draw their attention with using a charm check. You're a sexy little lamb. You want to make yourself look like the tastiest morsel in the room? I'm okay ah. with that. Ah. <laughs> okay, here I go. Towards the stairs. Like, I gotta get towards the stairs first. And then it, if, if it's successful, he's gonna, like, just run up the stairs. Try to get past those two guys. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Pressy, That is the tastiest little lamb I've ever seen. <laughs> you, you start sort of running around in this, this room and, like, drawing the attention of these creatures and you um, get a good pack of like wolves and dogs just sort of swarming behind you, nipping at your heels. And you come tearing through the door of the grand foyer with this pack and the guard, the the two footmen are kind of like, ah, shit. And you just sort of keep going up the stairs. Some of them are like following you up, but you bolt up the stairs. I, I would assume like when you get about, two-thirds up, you kind of get to two feet and run. Yeah. So, uh, upstairs, um, Babylon, you hear a cacophony of barks, growls, and then you hear footfalls on the stairs, and you hear someone running up the stairs. Just make me a spot-hidden check as you whip your head around and look back out the open door behind you. Well, we knew that was gonna happen. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, whip your head around, um, and you catch, uh, you, for just a second, sort of, like, stop and look back, because you think you see the shadow of movement in the corner of the room you're in, but when you look back, there's nothing there, and then when you look back toward the doorway, um, you see Pressy, like, at the top of the stairs running up the hall, and there's, like, a pack of maybe, like, six or seven men on all fours with wolf and dog heads sort of charging after him. And I, Dupois, downstairs, you're, like, covered a little bit. You see out of, like, where you can see through the lace of the, the cover you put on, just this... Oh, that was the pressy up the stairs, and there's just this wreck of noise as this party starts to spill into this room and into the ballroom and is just going insane. Shake my head disappointedly. I, I, I like to think Press, as Percy's running past, he's doing like a Jack Sparrow run. 
but like I, I hope like you, all limbs flailing. He's, like, he's like, I hope you love the candle. <laughs> well, Babon's gonna like hold the door open for Pressy to come in. Pressy, do you go in the room where Babon is, or do you keep going? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> as soon as he gets in, Babon slams the door shut. Make me a dexterity check, Babon. Oh fun! See if you do it before these animals get through the door. Nope. All right. So, uh, three of the uh, wolves managed to slam through before you're able to force the door shut. So the two of you are in a room, and these, like, they're salivating, they're growling, and they're coming towards you. Um, so what are each of your dexterities? Mine is 50. All right. Alright, so, Pressy, these three wolves have gotten in the room, and they are glaring at you. You can hear outside the door, like, the clawing of the rest of the pack that was out there, so there's, like, three more out there clawing at the door. Uh, Pressy, what do you want to do? So, so he actually was able to close the door. He did, he shut it, but, but a couple of them managed to shove past him. I, I wasn't trying to, like, Get them back down. Doors closed. It's better to have stay closed. Um, I guess I I look at Mavon and can you get into like fight mode? And I uh, I, I like try to kick him or something. All right, you can make me a brawl check if you want to kick one of these wolves and try to put him down, put him get him out of your way, knock him unconscious. All right, so you uh, try to kick, and the wolf sort of dodges out of the way. Babon, what do you want to do? I'm going to try and kick one, too. All right. Oh, my God. All right, nope. So you kick at one of them, and uh, you also are not able to get purchased. So meanwhile, uh, each of the ones that you guys kicked at lunges at you. So one against Pressy. Ooh. Uh, that is going to be... Um, so yeah, he lunges at you and goes to take a bite out of you. Uh, do you want to try to dodge this? You think that this he's going to get a good... Like, you're going to have to move quickly to get out of this. Uh, yes, please. Alright, go ahead. Give me a try. Dodge. Dodge. Ooh, so you got a success. He got a... Alright, so it's kind of a stalemate. Like, you, he gets your boot in his mouth... But he doesn't, like, bite into your flesh because he gets the leather of the boot. The other one is going to go for Babon. Uh, but he lunges and Babon, he, uh, you sort of push him aside. And the third one will jump at you as well. But also, so Babon, you have two of them that are sort of trying to bite you. And Pressy has one that is, like, chewing on his boot. Uh, so Pressy, what do you want to do? Um, with the same boot, so I kick him off. Alright, kick him. And you are seven unable to luck. kick him. Oh, seven, seven yes! Luck. Three luck. Spend that luck. Alright, I'll spend that Alright, uh, roll your damage for your brawl against him. So let's see. Your damage is to do pressy. Uh, 
All right, so brawl. Oh, I, I did that. It. Green dice for unarmed. Yes. Um, it's a yeah. It should roll a d three plus your damage bonus. All right, so uh, yeah, so you do four damage to the wolf, which all right. You kick him. He sort of whines a little bit and then uh, growls even more as he's now very angry at you for kicking him in the face. And then, Babon! Um, before doing anything, Babon's gonna look at Fressy. Non-lethal! He, 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 you tell, this is not Fressy's night. This is just like, non-lethal. He's struggling with life at the time. Alright, and then he's gonna try and kick another one. Just keep kicking. As much as we like to do I mean, I have an axe, is all I'm saying. Yeah, if you roll, if you scroll down and roll from the uh, your weapons, like an attacks table, it should add the damage into the roll. Oh, okay. Cool. Finally! Oh, yep, so you kick another one of them, and uh, you do some damage. Like, you see the wolf head on his head starts to kind of go askew a little bit as he uh, lunges back at you and tries to bite you. Oh, but he will miss... Other one, and they're not very good at being wolves. And the one on Pressy, oops, nope. So they are nipping and biting. But uh, Dupois downstairs, uh, you hear, you see these uh, wolves run into the room. Now, like the animals are spilling into this room, they're spilling into the other rooms, um, and you can hear a commotion upstairs above you. What are you doing? Did you say that one of the guards did maybe i misheard that did one of the guards like follow oh no they're they're they watch they they watch these like animals run out but they are Mm. maintaining their positions on either side of this door okay well anyway i'm gonna take out my fucking hammer (laughs) i'm gonna walk up i'm just gonna dock the nearest guard on the head (laughs) all right uh what is your dexterity just so uh, I know. See. I believe it's a 45. 45. And let's see. All right. So you were hidden. Um, yep. So you will get an advantage die on this guy because he does not know you are coming. Okay. What should I roll for hammer? Hammer? Let's yeah. see. I have knife, but I don't know if that'd be the same dice. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so hang on. It's going to be... Uh, so yeah, so you can just roll um, your brawl if you want to. Okay. So just an unarmed attack? Yep. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, you walk up behind one of these two, and you hit him with the hammer. Let's see how that does here. Upstairs, we're like non-lethal, non-lethal. Downstairs, I'm just gonna take a hammer to his head. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Sure, I'm the only one that's non-lethal. You just, you just like can't fuck it. All right. Uh, they they this draws both of the footmen's attention as they turn to you. 
one of them takes a whip off his hip, and one of them draws a knife. <laughs> okay, as we're right. doing this. So, the one wielding the knife will attack you. Um, yeah, that is... <laughs> That is a uh, <laughs> very, very good uh, attack. Do you want to try to dodge his knife? Um, or or do you want to respond with, because uh, you're in close quarters, you could just attack him back in the same. This is the oh, one fuck. that you hit with the hammer. I'm attacking him back. All right, so I will <laughs> roll damage for his knife. Damn. Thank you, bud. <laughs> if, if I make it an extreme, does that do more damage? Um, if you make it an extreme, I believe, um, I think it's going to be, let's see. Uh, I know. I might not do it now, I'm just curious. Let's see. Don't. No. <laughs> That's all right. I'm, I'm not going to do the it. System. Right. I'm not going to do it right now. Anyway. All right. So, I'm just going to dock him as he comes at me. Cool. So he attacks you for nine hit points. <laughs> are you? Ow! How bad are you? I mean, I'm up. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes! Damn. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Let me redo that. I messed up the second. Oh, okay. Thank yeah, God. I, I I messed up the. Uh, I don't want to do this wrong. Hopefully, it's not more. Oh, it's oh. five. <laughs> okay, that's a lot better. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So, uh, you hit him back for four more points of damage. Yep. Alright, let's see. He has to roll, I believe, a con save because that takes him down more than half his hit points. So let's also see. just fucking donking him on the head. Yeah, you are. I'm sure is it nice. Oh, he manages to keep his feet. But only just. Alright, uh so the other one uh is going to attempt to grab you. No, of course he is. So let's see. All right, so you need to roll me uh, a strength. He's going oh. to basically try to use his, um, to wrap you up with his whip. All right. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, no. So you manage to, like, he whips it at you to kind of tangle you up, and you manage to stop it. So meanwhile, upstairs, Pressy, uh, you're still getting attacked by this, this wolf. Not how bad are they? Um, two of them uh, look a little bit bad off. The other one is still uh, raring to eat you. Okay, I guess I'm going to keep, um, maybe a punch this time at the, at the one that I was kicking. Oh, nice. Let's see. He did. And Dylan missed out. Where did Dylan go? 
Let's see. He, he just ducked right out. He, Yeah, so I'm going to say that on a critical, you do, uh, like, your maximum damage for the attack. Until I can find out for sure that you don't. So what is Tressy's maximum damage on the I have no idea what the damage bonus is, but it's a D3 equals damage bonus. Alright, so... Tressy's damage bonus is up at the top in the middle of your sheet... Uh, so your damage bonus is plus 1d4. So you would uh, do a d- 7 points of damage, which so will... I, I almost maxed already. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, wait. Uh, 7 plus then your bonus to it, which is... Um, where is it? Learning the new system. Alright, so you did... S- so you rolled a d4, oh, so it rolled, yeah, so seven. Yeah, you almost maxed it. So seven points of damage, which takes him out, I believe. Yes. So the wolf that Pressy has been dealing with is knocked unconscious by a boot to the face. Babon. I'm just going to keep kicking the one I kicked before. See how that keeps going. Nope. No, you don't kick him. Bastard. Also, I want to double check. A candle in the window meant what? Exactly. So we're clear. I had a candle in the window means the troops should enter after 30 minutes. I thought it was. Or no, they're Uh, not supposed to enter. No, I think it was candle was in the window to say we're. Don't come in yet. That's it. Okay. When we and, blow uh, out the candle, they come in. Yep. Or if thirty and minutes we went by. Them after thirty minutes, so the candle's lit. We just got to okay. deal oh, with he, these. He lit it like twenty-five minutes in. So I mean, yeah, we got to deal with these chuckle fucks. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, uh, so how, how long has it been since you lit the candle? <laughs> a while. <laughs> okay. That's good. It's fine. fine. All right. Uh, and somehow it's melted all the way down. So, uh. Babon, one of the wolves uh, bites you, and you can respond with an attack. Ow. Is he still down on all fours? Yes. Oh, so I'm going to try and bite him back, but I'll just kick him. (laughs) Nice. Uh, You take two points of damage, but he will take two points of damage. Right back at you. Um, meanwhile, downstairs, so, uh, Dupois, you've got two footmen. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna keep donking the guy I already donked. I mean, shit. Uh, I'm just gonna hammer time. Alright, you knock him out. Nice. And he goes down. Okay, then I'm gonna just start moving towards the other guy. Yeah, you just kind of step up to him, like, you just move. Yeah. Uh, as you come up to him, he attempts to get you, because, you know, you are you. Uh, so I mean, I am close. I don't know how effective a whip will be. He, Yeah, no, he, like, actually goes to, like, just punch you in the face. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be a hit. Um, All right. Do you want to... I've been punched in the face before. You have. 
you have a lot. You either have way more health than me, or I have really little health. Hmm. I don't know. All right, so that is going to be two points of hit point damage. Okay. How's, du- how's Dupois looking? I'm below half. Oh no. <laughs> The two points in the garden were not <laughs> were not helpful. Not good for me. Uh, so let's see, Pressy. So, so one one of the two that that are up there aren't um hasn't been hurt yet. Uh, no, now now it's been hurt because it attacked Babon and he hit Uh-oh. it back. I don't know. That's the same one. Okay. Um. I guess since I, we, we don't have like a little health bar over our heads, I wouldn't know. I just know both of them are hurt. So I'm just going to go after one of the two. I'll let you decide. And okay. I will, I will assist in uh, hunting and kicking. Ooh. Alright, you uh, take down a second wolf. I so. Think you- Going, even though we're all French, he's doing like the fifties American hero protagonist character, where it's just like one solid punch. Yep. I like how the fact that we're French isn't the problem, and not the nineteen fifties. <laughs> uh, so Babon. <laughs> Babon, you have one last wolf. I'm just. I'm gonna keep kicking, but if it hit, hurts me again, <laughs> I can't be responsible for what's you gonna have, happen. You have a weapon. I do, but we haven't. Are these other ones like dead or are they unconscious? Unconscious. Okay, okay. so we haven't killed yet, but yet, yet. There we go. Only two damage though. All right. So yep, it is still there, and it's going to attempt to. Why won't you die? All right, uh, so Babon, do you want? Are you going to, as it tries to bite you, do you plan to fight back, dodge the attack, or attempt a different maneuver of your own? Because it's coming at you again. Hmm. I'm just gonna square up and fight it. All right, so you can also roll when it comes at you. All right. All right. Uh, you. Actually, let's see. So yeah, you um are had a better successful roll, so you do damage and it does not hurt you. And then uh downstairs, Dupois, the footman, tries to punch you again. Are you going to dodge? Are you going to punch back, or are you going to do something else as a maneuver? Can I pull out my knife and try and stab him in the gut? Sure. <laughs> Okay. Lethal. Lethal. Yeah, Jesus. Forget you, hammer and knife. They call me hammer knife. Alright, yeah, you stab him in the gut. Uh, and he is now bleeding, and he has to roll a constitution check. I see you've played knife oh, and spoon before. Oh, uh, you stab him, and uh, he sort of collapses from the uh, blood loss immediately. Like, you, you <sighs> cut him right across the gut. And he goes down. Okay. So, meanwhile... You the knife a little bit. 
uh, when you uh, let go, you he gets sort of swarmed by the wolves. Oh, that's what I figured. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, uh, Pressy, there's one of these wolves left. Uh, you hear the others start to run away in the hallway, like something else is drawing their attention. So th- there were three wolves. And, and there, yep. I took out two. You did. Then there's one left. The last one. There's one left. But in the ha- in the hallway, you hear the ones that were scratching and clawing at the door. They they sound like they're running away, like they're heading oh, somewhere else. Okay. Um, as I go as I go to sock to this one, this last one that's in here with us, um, I'm like. E- have you, did you see the fly yet? Because I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you say that, you knock out the last of the wolves. I I weakened him for you. You did a great job. Uh, so what do you two want to do upstairs? Uh, I, I'm probably immediately going to peek my head out the door. Because they were really trying to get in, and something, something important was going to happen. Uh, yeah, so you see them disappearing down the stairs. Meanwhile, Dupois, you are down there as they come swarming down and also jump on these two unconscious forms and Excellent. start clawing and biting at them as you sort of back against the wall. So I'm like right in front of the door there. You right? are right in front of that door. Can I try the handle? Let, you can try the handle. Let's see what happens when you do. Oh no. Poison needle. <laughs> uh, you find that the door is locked. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. Can I jam my knife in and, like, with my hammer, hit the back of the knife to, like, try and bust the door open? <laughs> sure, you can make me a uh, strength check if you want to. I'll give okay. you an advantage die for using your knife as a lever. Yes! Oh, yeah. So, yep, you uh, get your knife in between and you put your weight against this. And it snaps open. And it comes loose. And uh, so you see a set of stairs descending down into the dark. Okay. I will get inside and close the door back behind me. Okay. And just sort of lean against the door and just, like, have a breather for a minute. All right. Pull my drink, pull my flask, and... <sighs> So, uh, in this moment, let's see, uh, you can try, if you want to, to, uh, maybe staunch some of the wound you've taken. I would love to. Let's see. So. I hope I don't have to make a medicine check. <laughs> oh, you might. Let's find out. <laughs> so. Is yours a one as well? It's a one! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think you go to staunch the wound, and you're just that much of alcohol you can't help but just drink it. Um, you go to staunch the wound, but then accidentally like push your finger into the wound. Yeah. Uh, uh, crap. <laughs> so you can give me first aid check if you want to. First aid. Oh, that's a lot better. Jesus. Can I spend the eight? <laughs> sure you can. I'm all just going to do it. Alright, so giving yourself, so you basically kind of, uh, rip some material from your outfit and kind of tie off the wound that you have. Uh, so you give yourself back one hit point 
Oh, thank goodness. Okay. So uh, you'll be, uh, until you take more damage, you're only able to do this once. Okay. That's all right. All right. So meanwhile, uh, Pressy and Babon, you two are looking into a hallway where these uh, wolves have gone back downstairs. You can hear them growling and sort of uh, like howling and excitement from the floor below you. Did any of us see him cry open that door? No. You, you guys were on the second floor, so you did not see him uh, do this. Like, you were coming across the hallway upstairs as he had... <laughs> and just sort of ducked in. You can Who make, the fuck is Duplois? You can make listen checks for me, the two of you. Yes, please. Sure. Alright, so Pressy, you did hear what sounded like something breaking, like a wood and a kind of snapping from the floor below over the sounds of these animals. But you're not 100% sure exactly what that was. To be fair, he's going to think it's those wolves and they broke something. Possibly. Um, Babone's going to look at Pressy. Blow out the candle, or still try and figure things out on our own? Definitely blow out the candle. This is getting way out of hand. Alright, Babon's gonna go back to the room with the candle and okay. blow it out. Quickly before somebody gets stabbed. And then he's gonna quickly back away in case the cannon fires at that point. <laughs> Alright. Well, I guess we're going live as I pull out my sword and go get ready to go downstairs. Babon's gonna pull out his axe. Let's do it. Alright, so the two of you uh, head to the top of the stairs and make your way down to see uh, these just this whole carnival of animals just running about, wreaking havoc. It's a mess. They're they're covered in food and hay and feces and disgusting and um you look to your left as you come to the bottom of the stairs you still you see this small man with the apple stuffed in his mouth and the angel standing behind him on the stage just watching everything and they look terrified but they're unmoving just standing there as all these animals roam about the ballroom and into the grand foyer and just throughout the dining room you look around and there's no sign of Dupois, but it looks like the wolves are going to town on, on the two men that were standing guard on the door. Do, do I, okay, so I see the ballroom. I see where we came from. Mm-hmm. Ball, right? Um, see the totally not zombie horde launching on the guards. Mm. What, what else do I see? Like any other doors? Any of them open? Uh, the door to the dining room is open. The doors into the grand foyer are now open. The doors into the ballroom are open. The doors that lead out to the carriage house are still closed. Um, so, and the door to the kitchen is uh, still closed. I, I'm probably going to go out to the carriage place to where you think the ball would be or where he maybe his dead body gets broken up. Okay, so you and uh, Babon, are you going with Pressy? Yeah, might as well. All right. I mean, and I, I we can with our sword weapons out, but maybe try to like 
not get the wolf pack's attention as we get it. Yeah, like, Babon's gonna have his axe out, but he's not gonna be actively after anything unless something comes for him. Gotcha. Uh, so, you guys head for the double doors. Meanwhile, Dupois, you stand at the top of steep stairs that lead down to a stone passage down below. What are you doing? Well, how long has it been since I've gotten in here? Uh, it's maybe about five minutes. I'm probably going to sit for a little longer and take another drink. Okay. Because I'm really hurt. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, you take another swig. Um, you can smell coming from downstairs. There's, like, as you sit there and you swig, it's, like, death. Like, you you just smell death from coming from down there. And you can almost feel this palpable, like, weight on you. Like, like there is something worse in this cellar below you. It's probably a first aid kit down there. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. There uh, usually is for a boss room. It's true. Uh, so, meanwhile, Babon and Pressy, you uh, move to the double doors, you open them out to the carriage house, and you see um, the large white carriage that you recognize. The door to it is open, and there is a slumped form lying on the ground below the door. Babon's going to get closer just to make sure it's not Dupois. Uh, as you get closer, you see that it's a smaller framed, it's wom- a woman. Uh, she looks like she's wearing uh, sort of her undergarments versus like her finery. And you can tell even as you get close that she is dead. And you can see inside the carriage, there's another slumped form. With a can quick- I try to like inspect her body more to see if I can figure out how she died? Do you want to make me a medicine check? I prefer not to. <laughs> Do you want to make a spot check? I haven't been much better at those, but sure. <laughs> All right. Nope. Yeah, looking looking that at her, one. you uh, you're not really sure what might have killed her. Um, in, in here, I I, I close the door subtly, you know, trying not to flame them or anything, but definitely don't want the act coming in. Um, I'm gonna try to see any signs of Dupont, because obviously, there's the most obvious one, but the carriage opened dead bodies. But I don't know if he did that. It, I'm, I'm trying to find hints of him being in here, or if he's been in here. Okay. Uh, too stealthy. So, oh, no. yeah, maybe. Alright, so if you're looking for signs that maybe he crossed through here, you can make me um, like a track check, or um, you, if you wanted to try to spot hidden to see if you see any signs of him. I am I'm at least six times better at spot hidden. Okay. So Alright, uh so looking around, um you do see uh it looks like um there's like footprints of Dupois and then um like the puppy's footprints and then at some point he must have picked up the puppy and stuffed him back in his shirt. So it looks like Dupois probably entered the house through these doors that you just came through. Because that's where his tracks kind of get muddled as they get to the door where it looks like he went through. I don't know how, but I think we missed Dupois as I point out the stuff. Now, question. Those guards, they weren't guarding the carriage house. They were guarding a different door. Yes, they were guarding a smaller door off to the side that was set into the wall. Okay. Um, Babylon's gonna 
I, I guess we go back in, try to find him. I mean, I, I doubt he's out the crowd. There was that other door, right? Yeah, and I would have heard him if he came upstairs, even though I am half deaf. You say as there is a cacophonous kaboom from outside. <laughs> the cannon! And something, sh- like the ground shakes a little bit, and uh, there's a sound of, like, rubble falling. We hurry. It's game time! Yeah, we're, we're go. We're gonna run towards that door. Alright, yeah. so you throw back open the the doors from the carriage house, and you actually see the, the uh, animals that were, like, going at these two unconscious men and ripping. Um, you see them kind of, the people all kind of looking around at each other surprised. As you hear from outside, now you hear, like, muskets firing, and you hear loud voices raised outside, the, like, coming from maybe toward the front of the building. Um, and you see a couple of servants, like, one of the servants had just opened the kitchen door, and for the first time you notice them sort of blink their eyes and kind of look around a little startled by the noises. Um, and yeah, and then, so you easily can kind of run through this startled crowd of these people. Um, we need to find a claw. He has my gun. I'm just going to turn to Pressy. We have to get the Count. He's the main target here. Ron and roll me some spot hidden checks to see if you can see him in the quick, the chaos that is starting. Ooh. What, what is with pressing tonight? Like he's doing. What is with me stuff. tonight? I can't see shit. Um, the curse of Katie. Each other out, I guess. I don't know. It's all the hand punts. Katie's like cursing me. She did curse you. Um. <laughs> so you uh you both look around and uh, so neither of you sees Fenelik as you look through the doors in the grand foyer. Uh, you can see uh Pressy across the way. The main door. It looks like there's like people slamming on it trying to get in. Um, you look to your, to the side, into the ballroom, trying to see if you can see Fenelik in the ballroom. Um, you don't see him, but you do see the small man and the woman dressed as an angel. Um, they have moved to a window at the back of the stage and are working to open the window. And it looks like they're trying to go out the window and get out of the house. As this, people are starting to scream, people starting to get to their feet, like, scared, uh, kind of coming back to themselves, throwing off the animal heads from the top of their heads in panic. Babon, get the front door. I'll get those two in the back. Alright. I, I, this is meta, horrible idea to split the party. Oh, yeah. But, like, as soldiers, it makes sense to split the party. Yeah. Babon's gonna start trying to make his way towards the front door, trying to, like, calm them so they don't all get, like, the mob and just crush each other. All right. So it's not Black Friday waiting for Target to open. Uh, so do you want to roll... Yeah, God. Um, do you want to roll me... Uh, let's see what you got here, Babylon. I would say, like, um, you could try to intimidate them to, to get them to back off. You could try to charm them to sort of calm them. Uh, fast talk, uh, maybe, to sort of, like... Tell them that the the door is the door is locked. You have to unlock it to let them out. What do you want to do? I'll fast talk. Ooh. See how that turns out. Probably terrible. You never know. Oh, Ooh. there we go. Nice. It's about time. All right. So as as they do start to kind of crush toward the door, you start like grabbing people by shoulders and like you I'm know like hoisting them like it's yep. just like, and and you're just telling them come down. The door is sealed. I must get. You must let me through. 
and just like kind of throwing your rank into it and with your tall frame like you're very imposing so you just mm-hmm. sort of force your way to the door uh when you get there and you sort of uh get your hands on it and kind of move it you realize it is barred from the outside yeah um so do you want to try to break it down you can hear like a scuffle going on on the other side of this door and you do hear like uh again like the register of like musket fire and a couple of flintlocks going off and some yells from the other side i'm not gonna try and break it down but i'm gonna try and like keep people away from it all right so you are doing that. Meanwhile, Pressy, you have darted for the ballroom where these two figures are trying to, they've, they've sort of opened this window and the woman is trying to help the small man out the window as you come running up. What are you doing? Oh, under arrest. <laughs> uh, they turn and look at you in surprise and the woman with like, just there are tears streaking down her face and she says, please, please let us get out. We have been prisoners for so long. This is our chance. Let us go. Come with us. Where the where the wait? What would was the military called? We we are the we're the military. You'll be taking for questioning, but you'll be safe. Uh, you can uh, roll me. Do you want to charm them? Like calm them down? Um, actually, yeah. Wait, maybe that or fast talk. Let me check. Whichever one you want to do. <laughs> Uh, he's better at charm, so we'll go back. All right. Uh, they both look at you, and they look at each other, and the small man says, "Yes, we must. You must protect us. You must. You must keep us safe. This this count is crazy. He's a monster. Please, please." And he takes the woman by the hand, and he like squeezes it and kisses it, and he says, "It's all right. They will. They will take care of us. I think." Which way? Where do we go? To the front door. And they will uh, follow you toward the front door. So, meanwhile, Dupois, so, yeah. so you're sitting, the, gr- the floor shakes, the puppy sticks his head up and licks your chin and kind of whines a little bit and a little bit surprised. Um, and you just hear, like, people, the, the sound of the animals goes away and it sounds like people beyond the door, like, freaking out. Hmm. So I, I know what that is. So I'm going to stand back up. Mm-hmm. going to sort of peek through the, the door to see what exactly is going on out there. You know, see if I see any soldiers yet. Uh, so you open the door a crack. Yep. And you see um, a crowd of people around the front door through the doors of the Grand Foyer. Uh, and you can see the tall frame of Babon sort of standing in front of them, arms up. You just can hear his voice over it as he's trying to talk them down, calm them. And then you see coming from off to your left, uh, Pressy, followed by the woman dressed in the angel costume and the small man dressed as the Dauphine. And they are following sort of very closely on Pressy's heels, looking around terrified. Any any noise, like they jump and look like they're mm. ready like they're ready to bolt at any second. They're so frightened. Okay, I'm gonna pop out. <laughs> Inside. Uh, oh, bonjour! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot him! Shoot him! <laughs> Alright, so Dupois, you pop out of this basement door. Pressy, you are just entering the foyer as you a door behind you swings open. Uh, mm. Both uh, the small man and the woman, uh, both they scream. 
like high pitched like terrified screams, and they uh sort of duck behind the door in the foyer. And you turn and you see Dupois and Bonaparte is sort of sticking up out of his neck hole, like licking, and he barks like trying to be. <laughs> Dupois got bruises and like a big black eye. <laughs> I, I I like to think Percy can be apparently probably like five reflex when you do like a stamp. Mm. But then like all like all this happens in one motion as goes to stance, seizure finally goes out of stance. Oh there you are. Where have you been? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna like get a motion to the two unconscious guards or dead guards at this point, I don't know. Mm, they look uh, quite the mess yeah. on the floor. It was a hammer to the head and a knife to the stomach. Yeah. Oh, that guy's probably dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then a mob of people biting the scratch. Yeah. And then, um, and then getting up and like running around. They probably got fucking trampled if they weren't. Jesus. Oh well, they're probably bad people. So I'm gonna show. We we need to get the soldiers in. Mm, yeah. Weep. I agree. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go and help um everybody see if I can help Jimmy the door open or whatever. Well, Alright. Well, Whenever they come over, Babons go, it's bolted from the outside. We can't open it. The outside? The outside. I, I, the look, outside. Around, I look around for Melody. Uh, she is uh, sort of tucked in the corner where you left her. Uh, she has discarded the lamb's head from her head, and she is weeping openly, um, trying to wipe at her head with her handkerchief that she has. Um, I look at you two. You probably already saw that I was looking over at her, spot her, and then um, give you guys that look like I'm, I'm going to go over there. Well, at least you asked this time. Dentist, run off. Mm. Still an idiot, but... Ugh. As you as you run over, um, she stands up and throws herself into your arms, crying. And she's weeping. She says, we, we must... We must go. Can we please? Can we leave? We'll be leaving soon, my love. Don't worry. Oh, Christoph, this is terrible. I should never have come back. I came here to save you, and that's just what I'm doing. She just sort of hugs you more tightly, and she says, We must we must go quickly. That horrible, horrible man. He will be back any moment. Where did he go? I don't know. He was here, and then he was gone, and then he was back, and then... He- I don't know where he went. It was like, it was like he was, he could move so quickly. I don't know where he is. I have not seen him since, since the explosion. It's, it's all right. It's not, it's, it's not your problem anymore. Come, we, we got to get the rest of the soldiers in. They're going to get people out. All right. Please don't leave me again. Never. I make like he makes sure he stays with her from now on. Okay. By like default. So yep. So the front doors you do as you guys have gotten to them, you do note that they are like not there. It looks like maybe they like boarded them up from the outside. Yeah. Um, and you can still hear the sound of a fight going on outside. Are there windows that we could like break? So let's see. Uh, so looking at the front, um, there are these large heavy curtains across the front of the room. Uh, Mm. So when you say, oh, windows, you pull them, like pull on them and pull them back. And you actually do see that there are um, four windows that are going out the front 
that you could possibly force open and get out. There's a window in the back. Hmm. Pressy now, Pressy now has an entourage of Melody and the little man in the Dauphine costume and the angel, like, following closely on his heels. Wait, 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 quick, before you go. Could I borrow your rifle? Oh, oh, now yeah, I'm going to take my rifle off and give it to him. <laughs> I, I think we're both, since we're soldiers and know how to handle them fairly well, I think it would be safe to say we could, you could casually toss it, I catch it. Yeah, I was going to say, I probably did that. Uh, I'm going to take my hammer, and I'm going to just, one at a time, take it to each window. Alright, yeah, just give me brawl checks to just go and smash the windows open as you go. Alright. When you get to the first window and look out, you can see uh, some of your men are, like, engaged. Uh, It looks like they started at a distance with shots from the muskets, but Mm -hmm. there's about 20 of the men around the front, and they were, like, toe-to-toe with the footmen out front. There were maybe about eight footmen but it looks like the footmen have been outnumbered now as more, most of them have been taken down. Okay, so we don't have to worry about any errant musket shots or anything hitting people as they run outside. Yep, so you go to the first window and you smash the glass of the window and just break out the molding around the frame and uh, you see people start moving forward trying to go out the window. Okay, I'm going to go to the next one. Alright, so yeah, just roll me like four of these. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I have one on that. Yeah, I mean. All right. Yeah. We have three windows open though. Spend so. the luck. Yeah. Spend the luck. No. Come on, it's one point. It's also we're probably gonna have to fight the count soon. He's yeah. gonna show up. <laughs> I know it. All right. So yeah. So people people start going out the windows, and uh, the soldiers. A couple of them finish sort of subduing these last few footmen, uh, but the others start to swarm and sort of start taking these people and kind of lining them up and taking them into custody out front. I'm also going to tell uh, Babin and Pressy about the passageway I found and be like, it might be the secret passage we thought he might have. So. Yeah, the count is our biggest objective. Um, I, I, I probably, very very first thing is I try to get um, Melody, the the small guy in the Lady dressed as an angel. Um, safe. They're still technically going to be under arrest, but I mean. Oh. All right. So you guide them to one of the windows, and you sort of help them I, out. I yeah. I make sure it's not a complete stranger soldier who's like get down on the ground, fucker, and putting like manacles on him, you know. <laughs> um, so Melody, Melody, uh, she tries to kind of cling to you, and she says, "But you're not supposed to li- come with me. Don't stay in there. It's terrible." Come, Kristoff, come with me. I will tell my father I don't care what he thinks. Don't be so clingy. <laughs> he looks at her and he's like sad, but he does give a full kiss. Like, goes down and does like a big romantic moment right before Act 3, you know? And, like, there's like a, a long kiss. She and will- he like embraces and he, try- he holds it almost like too long. She will. She kisses him back, um, and you get the feeling as like the tears are running down her cheek. She's afraid this is the last time she's going to see you. She hands you her very muddy, dirty handkerchief to take. 
as she is pulled away by one of the guards and dragged away from you. I take it, even though it's very dirty, yes, and I stuff it, and I go. And then she sort of disappears in the in the craziness outside. As uh, you three are left in the ever-emptying uh, room, some of the servants are sort of standing around looking surprised, and you hear a couple of them like, when did, how did we, where did we, I don't remember, what is this? Stop acting ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is no defense of law. Um, Babon's gonna start heading towards that door. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as all the, as soon as he sees that like the guards are catching people as they're coming out, yeah. it's kind of like secured. He's gonna start heading towards the secret passage door. Okay. Um, one of the units uh, from the back, actually, as you get to the basement door, a uh, unit of ten soldiers uh, comes through the back doors of the carriage house. So, oh. and they, they come in, their swords are drawn, a couple of them have flintlocks, and they see you and they stop and they say, uh, we have cleared the garden. Where, what should we do now? Go upstairs, make sure nobody's hiding up there. All of us? Are we sure we don't want any of them? <laughs> how, many, how many did you say came there in? There are ten of them. I mean, do we just send, because I'm, there's probably not anybody upstairs, but... I mean, we could send, like, two people upstairs. Yeah. Just to make sure. You two, upstairs. Yes, sir. And the other eight look at you. Where should we go? Come with us. Three three of them come with us, and the other five stay close. Yeah. All right, so three of them will form up behind you and follow you. I'm going to tell uh, the five who stay behind, like, if they hear fighting downstairs. Yeah. Come. (laughs) Okay. If you hear a girlish shriek, follow us. <laughs> or a musket go make, off or anything. Yeah. You know. Make sure there's at least one person in here. So. Yeah. 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 They salute you, and uh, they sort of spread out, and they start checking, like, cupboards and, like, you know, making sure there's no one hiding. Um, so you guys... Make sure no one is dressed like a chair. <laughs> yes, sir. Who dresses a chair? That seems really inefficient. That just seems impractical. Actually works pretty well. All right, so you uh, guys move to this small door that you can see where it was broken at the the lock. Uh, Dupois sort of smiles at his handiwork, I'm sure. Um, What do you want to do? Uh, I like to think we did, like, the Avengers thing where we had, like, our backs to each other, and I'm, like, loading my musket. (laughs) Like, Jamie's got, like, his fist, he's, like, spinning it on to his hand. (laughs) And then you'd see her, like, do a gun cough for some reason. It's like, what, what? Yeah, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have my musket, or not my musket, my flintlock in one hand, and just, like, my hammer in the other. I like it. And, and then the puppy's gonna come up and, like, lick my chin. I'm gonna, oh. <laughs> Little puppy. And I still have my axe out, too, so I'm just ready to go. You, All right. you know, just, just one last moment where we can act badass before we just get completely slow. So, <laughs> exactly. like, you know. We send Dupois first. He's the closest to death. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> take him. I'll, I'll take the lead. Okay. I haven't been hurt yet. So Pressy goes down first, followed by... I'll go second. Dupois? Yep, I'll go right after him with the soldiers behind me. All right, so you guys open the door on this dark, descending, steep staircase that leads down. You start down the stairs into the darkness below. One of the uh, soldiers uh, 
pulls out a uh, torch and a flint and lights a torch and hands it forward. The soldiers are like behind you muttering like, oh, this is terrible. Do you feel that? It's like chill. Uh, You descend to the bottom of the steep stairs where you can, as you get to the bottom, you see that there are all manners of cells lining this long hallway that you've descended into. Uh, Looking left and right, a couple of the doors of the cells are open. Some of them are closed. You look into the first cell as you pass it, and you can see two corpses lying on wheels, like, you know, like the ones that pull you until you stretch and you die. You look to the other side, and you can see a couple of bodies stretched across racks. And just, like, the, you can see where the dried blood is in the dirt, where they were left, like, just they just bled out and died. Um... You continue past these first set of doors. There's there's more doors as you're going down. You can see uh, two bodies lashed together, one wearing a bridal veil. And then in the cell to your right, you look over and you see a familiar sight, both Babon and Pressy. Um, a small man wearing a red dress with a Marie Antoinette wig lying on the floor next to him. You can see where his flesh has been scored by whip marks. And he is no longer living. And in some of these cells, you actually see these comfortable chase lounges just set up. As if somebody could just sit and sort of watch this terror unfold comfortably. So as you guys are seeing this, I need you all to roll me sanity checks. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was waiting. (laughs) I figured that was coming. I was wondering what else would happen. This is a normal day in France. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. Cool. Ah, uh, this isn't anything like Nom. You're good. All right. So <laughs> listen, Fabon literally watched his hand get blown off. This is nothing. This is true. true. All right. So let's see. So uh, since Fabon om- made a success, he will only lose one point of sanity. Oh, I saw uh, that had an extreme. Yikes. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Dupois. Uh huh. You lose three points of sanity. Okay. And, oh, Pressy only loses two points of sanity. Too bad I didn't lose eight. <laughs> oh, really? Did all the guards... They're, they're, oh yeah, let me, let me roll for them. As I say, do they have to? Yeah, they should. <laughs> they immediately see. go mad and start attacking everybody. <laughs> they all just run out there screaming. But they do like the Scooby-Doo run where they're like running in the air for a little bit and then just yeah. take off. I actually like to think, I don't know if any of you played it, but Darkest Dungeon. We're no. literally Darkest Dungeon right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're shaken a bit by this, but, um, and Dupois and, uh, and Pressy, you also kind of get this chill down your, down your spines. Babon, you feel it a little bit, but you're less kind of affected by it. Um, but the soldiers kind of, like, they hesitate a little as they're moving down the hallway. Um, and then at the edge of your torchlight, you can see that the the hallway continues for a ways, but it looks like it opens up further down, like, into a bigger space. Do you guys keep Uh, going? Let's just go. I I assume I got torch offhand, sword Mm -hmm. main hand. Mm -hmm. And I guess I look back at you guys, and you look like... You're not like, let's get out of here. And so I move forward. No, Dupois just taking a long swig from his flask again. The puppy Babon has... kind of like basically checking the integrity of the hand. Okay. 
the, subtly. The puppy has like tucked down inside under like your armpit and is shivering. He's very Aww. he's very scared. The puppy. Alright, so you guys move down this dark stone passageway toward this bigger room at the end. Um, as the torchlight starts to illuminate it, you can see that this room is grislier than any of the cells you've passed. A tableau of victims is changed to the back wall. Their limbs are overlapping and twisted into shapes. It almost reminds you of some kind of writing, some kind of terrible, unknown language. You see on either side of the room, left and right, there are these coffins that look like they serve as tables. They seem to be covered with unfurled scrolls. The writing, it looks... You're not sure. You'd have to get a closer look to make it out. But there are terrible illustrations of torture. You can see a small shelf of heavy books bound in leather. You're not sure the origin of this as you're looking at it from a distance. One book in particular is covered with a pitch black cover and brass bindings. Looking up, you see that the ceiling is perforated with small holes. You're not sure of the purpose of these holes. In the center of the room, between the coffins, stands a statue made apparently of porcelain, you think? The light catches it and it seems to shimmer with sickly iridescence. The features are blank, but as you go look at it, you see... Babon, you, for a second you see the face of César. Dupois, you see the, the, the look of your wife in the features. And... Pressy, you almost see, think you see Melody's face just flicker in the, in the light, and then it's gone. It's a nightmare. The guards sort of shiver. One of them's like, why does it have my face? What? No, your face. It looks like the king. As you're looking at this, you all need to roll me sanity checks. Of course. That's fair. That's very fair. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so each of you takes one point of sanity. And your, I don't know how I succeeded that. And your friends... Uh, I'll make it. I did, you gotta, gotta get out of here. What is, what's your starting sanities at? Uh, mine is 55. Yeah, mine, mine was good. Oh, that explains it, because mine's 70. Oh, so I'm like, why do I have so much better than all of you? You've seen things, Babon. You've seen things. All right. Uh, the guards are a bit shaken. They kind of hang back a little by the by the entryway as you guys are moving in. Um, and you notice, all the three of you, because you're closer, it, there appears to be some kind of dark red liquid that seems to leak from the base of this statue. I want you okay. guys to each make me a listen roll. Sure. What? I have to get ambushed. Uh, nope. Nope. Let's see. Ah. Ah. So, Dupois and Pressy, you hear, it sounds like a low moan. Almost as if it's coming from inside this porcelain figure. Fuck. Like, maybe something might be trapped inside of it. What? Where is that? Where's that black book again? It's like on it's on a shelf, sort of off to one side. Um, and then as this is happening, uh, and you hear this noise, and you're taking in the statue, um, 
smoke begins to vent down through the holes that are in the ceiling That's above you. Bore. I need you guys to all make con rolls. <laughs> God damn it. Jesus. Oh, whoa. Oh. Oh. All right. So this smoke comes down and it fills the space. The three soldiers who are with you double over and start hacking and coughing in it. Um, as the smoke clears, standing in front of you is Count Fenelik. And I think we'll pick it up next time. God damn it! <laughs> that was good. Wow. <laughs> random, random thunder, even though we're in the basement. Oh shit, the cannon! You just oh, God. the Final Fantasy fight music just starts going. We all still doing our battle animations. I like. All right, so you know, so Fenelik appears, and you guys are all just as we fade out, and we see. And then you see Hugel come running in finally. Hey guys, what I miss? Just just rolls down the stairs. Oh, hey guys. What did you say about needing assistance? I brought the cannon. All right. Brought another cannon. Rolls it, rolls it down the stairs. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.